welcome to Not Your Normal Youth Podcast, Season 1, Episode 1, The Beginning. See your hot potato. So, I've been on the Instagram this week and I've had some people ask me some questions, so I'm going to do my best to answer them. Oh, that's no one. First question is, why do onions make you cry? So... What onions do when you cut into them, they release a chemical which reacts with the enzyme in your eye which causes you to cry. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? I thought it was too because I hate cutting onions. Okay, question number two is what's your opinion on revelation and the end of times? This one's a deep one. It's time for some theology. Some theology. Jesus is in the room. Theology time. So, my opinion on it. This can all be found in Revelation. Revelation is a book in the Bible that talks completely about the end of times. We're actually listening to it today at church on Eternity Sunday. So, I've recently been reading about the Mark of the Beast, which is... The simple chip that is inserted. People take it differently, but I see it as being a chip. Kind of like an Apple Pay. So this chip controls everything. It's like having a phone in your hand. It's pretty cool. But there's biblical teaching on it that says when this is, this is called the mark of a beast. And this signals the end of time. Pretty crazy stuff, isn't it? So that's pretty much it. So end of times. I believe there is going to be a time coming. It's all in God's plan. He has a divine plan for every single bit of it. But who knows? Just be on the best side when he does come back. You know? That's all I'm saying. Theology time. Done and dusted. For now. So, another question, which is a pretty cool one. What is the one thing you'd tell yourself going into year seven? Year seven was a funny age. This was back at my old, old school. And I'd tell myself, uh, be more confident in yourself. I think it's a difficult time because you're in a brand new school, going into high school. So yeah, go in, be confident, but also keep your head down. You need to make some good friends, make some relationships that will last you for the rest of your time there. And I think that's really important. And also, going deep on this one, get your work strategic or rock world work strategy planned out. So yeah, just get your work plan set up. So if you do this from a young age, it means when you come to my age, you're not struggling. Sorry, mum. I won't tell you that one. But yeah, so get your work plan, get your friends, and be confident. I think that's the three. Three points there for you to take away. So, a big one. Do you think it's okay to date a non-Christian? Wow, what a question. I don't think there's any way of looking at this. For me, it's difficult because I've been taught not to. It's very difficult for me. I'm a no sex before marriage avid user. (laughs) Avid user, that's it, isn't it? So for me, it's not an option, but I think there is some people that believe in the old flirt to convert but I'm not saying that's right. I think the best relationships 
are found within church because they're the ones that have the good morals. They're the ones that have the good rules and they're easier. You know, it's always difficult being a Christian, following the rules that the Bible teaches if you do have a non-Christian girlfriend. And I'm not saying that if you do, it's wrong, but I think you need to make sure your relationship's focused on God and that principle. So I think that's a real big thing. So for you guys out there, just a little segment. You've got to treat your ladies like queens, okay? Treat your ladies like queens. Because girls love to be treated like queens. Kings? Queens, isn't it? So girls, I'll treat you like a queen. Isn't it? Amen. <laughs> okay. So I was talking earlier about like the thing with the year seven. So this person has asked, do grades matter? I think if I'm looking at it for me, yes they do. But as I said earlier, what matters more is your work or pattern. I think if you can get a good strong work pattern in, then you can put that work pattern onto other stuff. I think grades aren't everything. If you look at it throughout our generation, there's been influential people such as Richard Branson, Alan Sugar, that all don't have any GCSE grades at all. But I think if you have the work pattern and the work mentality, that's what takes you further. If you look at those guys, they're the ones that worked hard. They had the work mentality. They have a strict pattern. And I think if you have that set in place, the sky's the limit. And them guys are certainly seeing that. So I think grades aren't everything. But I think you need to make sure you get English and maths. That's a certain. Because not a lot of people are going to get the jobs if they don't have English and maths. And you've got to look at it with everything. Everything's getting more difficult, more population, so meaning decrease in amount of jobs. You know, there's going to be a lot more, a lot more competition in jobs nowadays. So I think the one thing that does matter when you go towards a job is having that work mentality that they can see and also having other elements to yourself. Like in our generation, there's certain people that think grades is everything and kind of shy away from everything else, meaning that when they go for the interview, I know a couple of my friends that are doing it, that are completely work heavy, but they can't get the job because they haven't got any other element to it. But I think from what I've had, from what I've had come up to me recently is a lot of these guys that are employing people, employ people not just on the grades, but their leadership, like how they are as actually as a person, how much they want to be there and how much they actually have a work mentality and I think that's so much important. So for all you young people out there, if you get your work mentality and your leadership and everything that comes with that in check, then also if you have that work mentality, it's a lot easier getting the grades because you're actually switched on and you're wanting to go for them. So I think that's pretty important is the grade is not the... So yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that. But also, don't be anxious, like as you guys probably know, you have known your A-level results already and don't just look at them as being like, oh, you've made a mistake, like at the end of the day, people make them and I think you've just got to realise that you just take that and you've got to run with it now, like a lot of people don't realise, I've not even finished my A-levels, so I'm dependent on the big, big guy helping me out there for economics next year. But I think you can often look at grades as being actually defining yourself, but don't ever define yourself by your grades. You're defined by who you are, which I believe is found in Christ. 
So don't look at it as being on a bit of paper that says A, B, B, or for me. A star, A star, A star, shout out Paula, that's for you mum. So uh, yeah, I just think you've got to be, you've got to be careful. There's a fine line between finding yourself in grades and finding yourself in God. So yeah, that's pretty much all I can say on that one. When someone's asked, how do you talk to your friends at school about God? I think often you're, like for me, I don't, like I'm not the one going into the conversations. My friends are the ones that are actually asking. I think often my technique is asking why. So when people say, so say they say, oh, so I don't believe, I don't believe in God, so I'll ask why. And I'll keep on asking why until I get to the root of why their disbelief comes from. I think that's a really important and effective way of going about it. If you keep asking why, then you can go straight on, arrow shot into why they don't believe in God. I think young people, like if you're confident nowadays, there's so much emphasis on confidence. And if you're confident about your religion and about being able to talk to it, I think then it's so much easier. If you're really timid about your faith and you're not acting on it, then people start actually, not you not questioning them, they start questioning you. And that's when you need to realise that there's something that you're doing that's not right. So if people are questioning you, you need to look at what you're doing and how you're not acting on your faith. And I'm not here condemning you because there's been times that people have asked me, James, why are you doing that? But I think you need to be very confident and follow the biblical teaching because then they start asking you the questions of, hey, like, what's your opinion on this? What's your opinion on that? And I think just be open. Like the best way young people hear is through stories and through actually teaching them about how it's affected your life. So say if some, for instance, some guys like, so what's your opinion on, I don't know, I get this one a lot because boys are boys. What's your opinion on no sex before marriage? And I'd say straight up to them, I don't, I, I follow it. Like, I believe that ever since I was younger, it's been a strategic or strategic thing that I've put in place for my life. But because I put it in when I was younger, it's so much easier for me to follow. And if you say stuff like, it's actual biblical teaching, like we need to start seeing sex as being such a, a gift as not being kind of us to take for granted. And I think that's when you start realising, or when your friends start realising that, yeah, he's serious about this. Like, there's actual teaching and, like, he's open about it. People are very, very good when you're open to people about stuff. If you begin to hide stuff, then they start thinking, oh, gosh, I don't want to, because he's hiding this. I don't really want to follow it. So, guys, just to conclude it up, really, to be honest with you, just be confident use that why technique to try find why they don't believe or like why they do believe because it's great hearing how like other people that do believe it's great hearing from them as well but yeah so i think it's just being it's good to have conversations like that i think you learn a lot more about your faith by how you speak to others about it and i think that's really important we need to have some young people that are very open about their faith within the schools because schools is what we need to focus on about having people in the schools that are very open about it. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Just be confident. Be confident about it. But also ask them. Ask them why they don't. So keep on asking why. Yeah. Also, guys, just remember to have fun. <laughs> young people nowadays 
especially the Bible bashers of us, don't realise what it is to have fun. You need to re or show to your friends that you can still have fun as a Christian. But good fun, clean fun. But breaking a couple of good rules. I like to call them good rules. So guys, just, yeah, so <laughs> good rules. Are there good rules to break? I don't know whether there are good rules to break. But have some fun. Life should be enjoyed, not endured. That's from a famous Johnny James, that one. Shout out Johnny James. Still take full credit of your middle name. That's it guys. It's been episode one of season one of Not Your Normal Youth Podcast or NYNYP for short. Great. I can't believe who thought of that at all. That's great. So, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, and also ask your questions for next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Good night.